This is the Get Up Podcast for another week. We got S. Dot in the studio with myself. Say what up. What's good? We got Pharaoh on the phone. Say what up. What's good? People oh, yeah. like. Oh, yeah. How has everybody's week been so far? I mean, um, especially here in the Northeast, uh, first day of spring, we have a Nor'easter and... But the thing is, we haven't had a bad winter. And that's what I try to tell everybody. Like, I don't want people to start complaining, oh, winter this, winter that. Like, we really haven't had I've a bad cold. winter. I've been cold. That's all I can say about that. I, I, I've been cold all week. I've been hibernating for the last couple of months. I can't wait for 60-degree weather when I start going I back wait. outside. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's It's been... Um, it's been long overdue, but of course, within yes. that time, we've had you know a lot of changes, you know, seasonal changes, um, daylight savings time. Like now, I'm still trying to get like have how how have y'all been with like daylight savings time? Like have y'all been like affected like I have? Where I it, it I feel like this year it just seems like it's been taking me longer to get acclimated to daylight savings time and and the time going forward an hour. Not not my not side. really. The time just changes for me. It's just a different time. I just mm. I go to sleep an hour earlier. I wake up an hour earlier. Like, you know. <laughs> simple. <laughs> I, I don't do simple. You know, I just look at the clock. Like whatever time that tells me. Yeah, that's what time. Farrah, have you been affected by this daylight savings time? Not as much as you. Apparently, I feel yeah. like it's throwing off your whole <laughs> life cycle. It really has. <laughs> it really has. Trying to wake up for work. <laughs> It just has been messing me up, man. I just, I just can't believe it. Um, but to tell you the truth, it may have I actually one hour, bro. <laughs> Granted, it's only just an hour, but I mean, a lot can happen within that hour. I'll tell you, with especially with going on with this whole Trump train wreck. Um, to our listeners, we're actually just going to be doing a "It's a Different World" this entire podcast. This entire session right now is just going to be straight. A different world because I mean that's exactly what it's it is. Last week was insane. It's ridiculous. Um, so <laughs> we it's got a ridiculous. Lot of so crazy. <laughs> we have a lot of content. McCabe was um, fired. Set like what seventy two hours, forty eight hours before he was officially able to ex- um, to to officially resign, so to speak, so that he could. He was going to retire or retire. Sorry, not He's resign. Retire. Um, but so that he could officially retire and get his um, pension. Um, but Jeff Sessions and Dotard went ahead and just decided to say, you know what, we're just going to let you go because of some erroneous fucking meaning or reason. I think, But it's like 72 hours, 48 hours, two days. Like if it was two, three days, wait the two. And this was over the weekend. They fired this motherfucker on a Friday on a night. Fr- yeah, he was going to retire on Sunday. <laughs> and they, I think like. I think you can do a lot of things wrong Petty to get boots. yourself to, you know, get yourself impeached. But I think Petty doing boots. things like that will get you impeached quicker because people just understand that you're cruel and mean and that that shit can happen to them. You the know what I'm saying? Had like two days. Like you two had days. two days. Just, like, and let this it motherfucker Jeff Sessions. <laughs> yeah. I also, I feel like everyone kind of heard that and was like, wow, wow, a couple of days before retirement, you could have just let him stay. 
that did kind of hit at a core American ideal about letting the brother get his retirement fund. <laughs> just let the bro- just let the dude get his retirement, his pension. He got a few, and he put in 20-some-odd years, almost 30-some-odd yeah. years. You couldn't even, Jeff Sessions couldn't have a fucking backbone and say, you know what, let me just say, let's not fire this dude right now because it's going to draw unneeded well, attention. you know why? Why? Uh, apparently, this dude might have ordered a small investigation on Jeff Sessions. Oh, so uh, he was can't really confirm it or not, he but butthurt. he wasn't really making friends in the Trump team. Nah, I mean, well, none of them were. Especially- he's going to make a lot of money with his new book deal yeah. whenever he comes out with it. Yeah. Um, you know, behind But do you scenes. think as much money or more money? It's going to be more money than his little his FBI pension. pension. <laughs> like, what do you think? How much on. do you think they really, they the FBI is get, giving to? 30 years? Mm. Somebody close to 30 years? I, I would think, think it's like 60,000 60, a year, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it's a good retirement, but it's going to be, and you know, like, come on, when he goes out with a tell-all book about what's going on at the FBI, they're going to give him, like, a couple million-dollar advance. Let me find out. He's going to... What's 60... What's... what's, He's going to be all right. He's he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. Like... And I think, like, that's the problem, too, right? Like, I think, like, the Trump administration is so short-sighted that just letting him go into the night would have been fine. But, like, spurning this guy, now he has to get a book deal because he has no he has no retirement. So now he has to write the tell-all book. Like, just stupid stuff. I mean, he better make stuff, more like, than $1.8 I mean, you know. <laughs> but, like, $1.8 for a book? Come on, like, a book on the Trump administration from that's inside true. the FBI? Like, that's not even going to be a lot of money. Like, he's probably going to make six, seven mil off that. No, that's true. Like, so he'll be good. Do a couple of punditries on MSNBC. Couple. You know, MB- MSNBC is going to be wet for him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what did Trump do to you? Splash He yelled at maybe. you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can I, be Can I be honest? I almost kind of forget about this guy because of everything else that's happened since. But everything. you And, and it, to tell you the truth, Pharaoh, it's not even just you because so much is happening where when one thing happens, it's like on to the next because so much shit is coming out and these journalists are doing doing an amazing job at um you know msnbc cnn fake um, news they're not fake news they're not fake news but fake news in regards to the trump to the trump campaign they're like oh fake news and bigly bigly this is this is fake and it's absurd and all this shit like I mean, though, it's like an embarrassment of riches for journalists nowadays, right? Like, every week mm. you can come out with something. You don't even have to be, you don't even have to be like connected. Like, you can just watch like the news real quick. Yeah. There'll be a new news lead yeah. every five seconds that you can jump on, you know? <laughs> I mean, the biggest one was, is, uh, I mean, and I agree. We actually, to our listeners, um, we had um, a little, you know, pre roll, so to speak, a little pre meeting. And um, S. Dot and Pharaoh were telling me, they were like, nah, it's the Stormy Daniels thing. And this is what, actually what I was kind of going into. That Stormy Daniels is really not that big. But I was like, oh, it's big, it's big, it's big. And then I'm watching the fucking... <laughs> I actually didn't watch it. Um, I didn't watch it on the, the night it came out, but I watched it um, online afterwards. Since it's So granted, it's 60 minutes, but those commercials, fuck. Those shits make up for, <laughs> for the other half hour uh, and shit. So um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It was like 30 minutes. It's Yo, like, no lie. It's not, it's not sixty minutes. Like it's it's thirty minutes plus the the uh, the fucking thirty minutes of um of commercials that they have, you know. <laughs> but did you guys get to watch this Stormy Daniel shit? Oh uh, yeah, I checked it out. So what oh, yeah, you, I watched it. What you guys think? Pharaoh, go first. 
I mean, like I told you, it was it was interesting because you know here's someone a porn star talking about sex with the current president but at the same time it was very much like wow we really all stopped to take time to listen to this and that's where i was at the spanking the spanking really threw me off (laughs) and then and then and then not even the spanking give me that paper but like but like why do all the stories of trump and sex involve a reference to his daughter like that's, this that's dude really wants to fuck his daughter. He like, really wants thing. to fuck his daughter. Like at first it was a joke, but this is real. I mean, I'm really going to just throw some fuckery out there, but I mean, we can see exactly how the Midwest really voted for him just because of his uh, <laughs> loving of his daughter. <laughs> really? Like no lie, like this. Just as Pharaoh said, this man <laughs> loves his daughter <laughs> way too much. He's like, he told the girl, he told Stormy, "Oh, you remind me of my daughter." In this instance where she's like, give me this, give me this paper so let me spank you. What were you doing to your daughter? We need a private investigation. That's what the investigation into this shit. really needs we to We need be. to see what it is. Is she is she a battered woman? Is she a part of the Me Too movement? <laughs> is she a part of the Me Too she, movement? She because be. this, just as Pharaoh said, I'm glad you brought that up, Pharaoh, because it's just, wh- how does this girl, how does this lady who's a porn star and nevertheless... Why is it that we're talking about porn stars and uh, and adult film stars with the president? This shit didn't happen under Obama, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> because Trump's a rich playboy. We always keep forgetting this. Like, we keep forgetting this. And this is, like, not even stuff he did recently. This is, like, stuff from 2006. That's true. Yeah, like, I... This I, was I, happening, like, a long time ago. Yeah, you know, like... In regards to that, like, this is just his character. Like, I found the interview to be interesting, but it wasn't anything that was out of line with who Trump was. Trump was a rich, white, um, you know, billionaire real estate person in New York. Like, of course, he was running around doing crazy shit. Like, yeah. that's what he does. Like, and the people who voted for him voted for him knowing that he likes to run around grabbing pussy and going into 13 year old locker rooms during his Miss Damn. America pageant. Damn. Like, this is the type of person he is. So, while I found the interview to be interesting, it wasn't going to change anybody's mind. If you voted for him before, like him having sex with a porn star isn't going to change your mind. Can we say for like father, um, like son? Because apparently Don Jr., I don't know if you guys man, heard shit about runs in the family. This motherfucker <laughs> cheated on his wife and his wife just uh, filed for um, filed for divorce. Because mm. <laughs> he was, I think he slept with uh, with another the member of Danity Kane. Like um, Danity Kane, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, just, I feel bad for that chick. I mean, funnier. I don't even know if I feel bad because she knew what she was doing and she is a grown ass woman. But you know, you over here breaking up a happy home. You over here just, just, just um, busting it wide open. <laughs> but if you think about it, this, was years ago. This was yeah. before he was running for president. But busting it wide open for for Don Jr. Also, the other thing is, all these women seem to be in these weird kind of quasi thing where like, yeah, I fucked him, but it wasn't been a thing I do again. Uh, I wouldn't say I was raped. I know I willingly did it. I did it. Like, I did what it. What the fuck? I just want. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yo, I mean, <laughs> like how many how many people have been fucks like that? Like, ah, uh, you know. I was there. He went his dick out. Uh, I sucked it. Wait, I know. Like, what the fuck? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> like, but that's what Stormy Daniels said. On, she was bro. like, nah, like, I'm not a part of the meet. And I'm glad that she decided, her and her lawyer, actually, let me say, um, 
whatever his name is, I can't even remember his name, but he did really good because he um, definitely trained her in regards to media training really well, right? That um, S-Dot actually, I believe, said, or was it fair when we were talking in our uh, group chat? Um, one of you guys were like, she did really well. No, she definitely did very yeah. well. I felt like she came off very human, and I know that sounds weird, but like she just came off very organic and natural. Like I can see people, people watching yeah. that and be like, Wow, that seemed. I could. I understand where she's coming from. She didn't kind of. She didn't create distrust in her story, in her telling or presenting of herself, and I think that's kind of key in the kind of the hyperbolic culture we have, where people just want to tear everything and make it partisan. I think for the most part, most Americans saw that and were like, "Yep, yeah, he hit that." I also think kind of, um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I don't want to even. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Estop, but I don't even want. I don't even want to put in my head that image of 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 Dotar Donald Trump like breaking this chick's back. Like I, I don't even think he was. I doing I think that's it. a large assumption that I, he was I breaking think, back. I think she was breaking his back. It might have like, been like no a light cap on the back. I, <laughs> She gave him a couple swats. <laughs> no, but I mean, I can't. But I, I don't. I can't. I, I, his whole personality changed. His whole, like, yeah. He became nice. <laughs> you remind me, me of my daughter. You, you, you are smart, and blah blah blah. Like this. Oh my! We have to look into this. We need fucking Mueller to uh, Mueller to uh, investigate this motherfucker. Yeah, that's what shit. they need to do. They need to investigate and see if she's a battered woman. If she's a part of the Me Too movement, <laughs> no lie, because her father is yeah, what father references his daughter so much in such a scandalous way about her appearance Hmm. like i don't know what father i mean granted i'm not a father i didn't know none of us are fathers right now but i'm just like nah like i would never even if i had a daughter there's nothing of sex that's being brought up to her even if she's a grown-ass woman like nah my my daughter's still a virgin no lie also it seems like every time we have a story where someone's about to have sex with trump he brings her up like his why daughter, is right? Your daughter, a sexual trigger for you. Mm. That's really my concern. Mm. This is something awkward about him sexualizing his daughter in that way. Like, it's, it's like he's just an awkward human being. Very. And there's certain things about him that are off. And it's like he just doesn't understand natural human interaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, he thinks, like, oh, like, my daughter's beautiful, therefore she's, like, an object of sexual um But should attraction. a father really be... No, but he doesn't understand, like, human interaction properly. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, how, though? How? Like, how does a human being, anybody, ordinary person, we think that he's ordinary. I want to say he's ordinary. I don't know if the money got to his head. I don't know if it's the money, man. He's just, like... I think it is the money, because that's craziness right there. Not Like, certain people are just sociopaths. Like I don't know if true, he, I don't true, know if he understands true. human interaction properly. Like he doesn't mm. like pitting people against each other. Like he sees people as like objects. But is and that I, like why would you want to pitch your daughter against anybody? Like wouldn't you want to leave her out of? No, nah, he and, and like, he has you, another daughter that he doesn't even like recognize. Nobody knows this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I don't mean to call. Because she's not pretty. And I don't want to call. Psh, psh, that's probably it. Honestly, though, like it's funny, but it's probably it, right? Like he's like, okay, like you're not, you know, you're not part of the family. And I don't even picture. want to call her out her name, but I'm sorry. No, you can't brag that about that daughter. You really can't because she's ugly. <laughs> because, but you remember, you remind me of my my uh, my pretty daughter. Yeah, like uh, what's the, what's that old story? Was it Rapunzel or some shit like that, or or fucking um, Cinderella or whatever? Where Medusa? everybody, all all of the, yeah, Medusa, somebody. <laughs> 
But to tell you the truth, I really feel like I really feel like that that whole um, Stormy Daniel shit. Because of course they keep saying that he's not saying anything, and don't you guys realize this motherfucker is really not saying shit about Stormy Daniels, but said everything about these other women that um when the the whole pussy gra- grabbing scandal came out. Yeah, he was attacking each and every single one of them, but wasn't saying shit about Stormy Daniels. Do you think that's a a, a guilty conscience? I. I, I don't know. Mm. It's maybe a different strategy. Like, mm. I have no doubt that he has sex with Stormy Daniels. Oh, this motherfucker, yeah. But, like, I don't know why he's not saying anything. This it's motherfucker probably... wasn't even in the good shape. Like, I know she was fucking the shit out of him. I mean, you know, you got a couple of billion on you. <laughs> you you're, you're, you're in better shape. That make up for that six pack. Right, that you know blue, what I'm saying? That, yeah? that blue pill. <laughs> that blue pill you want a boss or an R&B nigga with a six pack like what do you want <laughs> what do you want also this was a younger Trump <laughs> yeah yeah true Trump back in the day but I mean this was only what cause it, I think she said this happened in like 2000 2006 mm. probably 2010 the latest it was only about like I mean no this was 2006 for sure 2006 yeah. oh yeah so this was, this was a long time ago so you talk about young 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 Trump he had he had that stamina he didn't need to take that blue pill I mean his money got that stamina that shit can go out for a long time you know what I'm saying like <laughs> but I think I, we all I think we all had a little bit more stamina than <laughs> you damn right but shit I'm old now no lie I just had to I just had to ice my knees the other night mm. because because I, because of the DJ and the MC and shit like I had to ice my knees bro I was like yo I can't man I'm, I'm getting my body's breaking down so imagine 30 years old this motherfucker Trump I mean but all that money I always say this a little about LeBron, and we're kind of veering off topic, but LeBron got too much money not to um, not to get them hair implants. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. You got too much money not to get them hair implants. Uh, Just like Donald Trump, you got too much money not to have your stamina, get, get all the blue pills that you need, get a shot in your ass, whatever. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they have, but... Damn. Bellevue brought anyways, to the shot. Yeah, we had to we, yeah, we got to move. <laughs> move but Stormy topic. Daniels, to tell you the truth, I think that she, just like everybody else, I think that this bitch is telling the truth. And um, and it's sad right now that we are actually talking about a presidency and Playboy models and adult film star actor actresses or actors, we'll say that, um, adult film star actors and directors and shit. Like, I just... I I. I can't believe that we're really like we're really correlating a presidency with fucking Playboy models and I think the craziest thing is that like back in the day it would have been a much bigger story. It would have been a huge story if it was Obama. Imagine if Obama did a relief. Like most of us are glad for this story. It's like ah. Oh, he mm-hmm. just something had- we can eat without <laughs> thinking the world's gonna fall apart. That's probably why Trump isn't even mad about it. He's like, "Yeah, I have consensual sex with a porn star. Like, mm. half of my voters want to be doing that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, why am I gonna go on a Twitter rant page about it? Um, yeah, like, be- I, honestly, even if this was like a Republican, if this was like George Bush, like, oh, come on, like this would have been, been huge. We see what happened to Bill Clinton. Um, he just got his dick sucked. Like, he didn't even know, beat. So like, he just got he just he just got some toppy. That's all it was. Trump administration's like, yo, at least, you know, this isn't, like, me getting impeached, man. Yeah, I had consensual sex with that chick. Yeah. 
That's exactly what happened. <laughs> nothing illegal. Nothing illegal, right? Uh, I can't get arrested, right? <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, no, nah, this is good. This is good. I no. can't go to jail, right? <laughs> That's what he asked his lawyers. I can't like, go to jail. But yeah, be. <laughs> with everything right now, especially, um, and we're going to switch um, topics, Cambridge Analytica, and just talking about like power and Trump and... And to tell you the truth, and once um, this guy Christopher Wiley came out with this story, and how um, you know this guy uh, Christopher Nix or whatever his name is um, of Cambridge Analytica was, you know, basically brought Bannon in and everything. This whole particular story was mind blowing. Fuck the Stormy Daniels shit. Like that's why I was like, you know what, Stormy Daniels, yeah. Like, and I'm glad that y'all like told me about it and we, and we spoke about it. It is like exactly hashtag distractions. And I'm glad that and this was the get up. We have our brothers that fucking you know can reel us back in because as I said, when I was watching this shit, I'm just like, yeah, this is really nothing. But when I fucking saw this Cambridge Analytica shit, was psychological warfare to the nth fucking degree, dude. I didn't even know about this shit. Like, I'm just like, seriously, like, we're over here, Cambridge Analytica, and just for our listeners that don't that don't know about it, Steve Bannon came on the scene, uh, and this actually, I'm trying to get a year. I th- actually, I thought I jotted it down. Oh, back in 2016, right? So Christopher Wiley was helped uh, help create Cambridge Anal- An- Analytica back in 2016. Um, I want to say 2016. Actually, no, 2014. Um, and they brought Steve Bannon in. So um, Christopher Wiley was with this dude, um, Nix. Um, I can't remember his first name. I say Chris Nix or Alexander Nix, right? So he worked for this guy, Alexander Nix. Um, and basically, Alexander Nix specialized um, you know, in... Uh, this propaganda, so to speak. He's been on a, a bunch of apparently different campaigns and, and so forth, but he's just been overall, um, you know, with uh, the, ad- you know, the advertisements and things of that nature. So they bring in Steve Bannon, right? Before, actually, before they bring in Steve Bannon, um, Alexander Nix is like, I need, you know, we, we, they, they started to form up this Cambridge Analytica and he's like, oh, I need this to be, and this is coming from Chris, uh, Christopher Wiley. So, um, Alexander Nix is like, oh, we need to make this sound smart, right? And I was watching this shit. Oh, we need to make this sound smart. Bring in Cambridge, right? Cambridge sounds smart. London, you know, we it, it just it just sounds smart. Mm-hmm. Bring in Steve Bannon. These motherfuckers, the, the the fact that this is social sociological warfare to the nth degree, they they more or less mind tricked Steve Bannon to to basically say, oh no, we should call this Cambridge Analytica. So they brought in people, right, from London to wherever their headquarters is. I want to say it was Massachusetts because I think he was in he was in Boston. Brought the brought people from London, the London office to um the you know the office in the United States, brought Bannon in, basically set the scene, right? Almost as if it was a play or a movie or anything. Brought Steve Bannon in, everything was just Cambridge everything was just you know uh regal if you want to call it Steve Bannon is like I want to be on the board Uh, all of that right put him on the board and then they go to Donald Trump and say oh if you uh, you know we basically you know they 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 um speak with um Donald Trump and they say if you and um we need you to uh hire Steve Bannon so that's exactly so I didn't see it didn't sound like Donald Trump knew of Steve Bannon beforehand it, so, it sounded like Cambridge Analytica brought Steve Bannon into Trump's life. Mm-hmm. So when Trump is like, oh, I did this all myself, I did this all myself. Nah, dude, you didn't. You had these smart, these, these other motherfuckers coming in and just and helped your bitch ass out. 
That's what it sounded like. I mean, helped him to lose that election by three million votes. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Also, also, I think like the biggest tell is when someone was showing that the term "drain the swamp." Like Cambridge Analytica came up with the term "drain the swamp." Did, oh, they I didn't saw even hear that. Like that's yeah. a hot, that's a hot button topic. They came and up with a speech Hillary. where Donald Trump is literally saying. They told me you guys were like this. Drain the swamp. I said, it sounds silly, but hey, I'll give it a try. And then I'm out here. I'm going in. And I'm talking about it. I say, drain the swamp. And the crowd goes wild. And he says, drain the swamp. And the crowd goes wild. And it's like, oh, wow. This yeah. out. I didn't even. And Trump was so dumb that he's telling us. And he's like, I did he's this getting this mapped out advice. Mm. <laughs> I did not know that. I really did not. I didn't oh, hear you about didn't, that you part. Can't write this shit, I did bro. not hear you about can't that part. Write this shit. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. So this. So so Alexander Nix basically, as I said, he specialized in influence elections. He's the one who came to Steve Bannon. I mean, not Steve Bannon, because Steve Bannon basically came to Alexander Nix yeah. and then went to Trump. And they told him about this, um, about um, that slogan. They also, to tell you the truth, came up with crooked Hillary. And then they had like you know the the in um in crooked Hillary they had the O's as as um as handcuffs mm-hmm. and they influenced everything everything. So to our listeners who don't know exactly um the full the full spectrum so to speak of Cambridge Analytica and the social warfare that basically we are under on Facebook and all this stuff and we, of course we'll talk about and we'll talk about Facebook um but. What happened here in regards to this whole Cambridge Analytica is that they changed the scope of everything, right? They came in, had um, social media advertisements, television advertisements, fucking um, just everything. And this is all under Alexander Nix, who by who actually got... Um, uh, what could I say? Got fired by Cambridge Analytica, or actually, you know, um, suspended, so to speak. I don't know if they fired his at, fired him as of yet, but came in, changed the whole landscape of shit. And this is why I said Hillary Clinton really had no, she had no chance because so much was against her. And I know Estat was saying that this has happened previously or whatever the case is, and Obama has done this, but I don't think that he's done this and weaponized it to this degree, though. I'll, I'll, I'll give everybody my take. So I, I, with Cambridge Analytica, the things that they were doing that I think are illegal was the coordination that they made between the Trump campaign and specific super PACs who were spending a lot of money on the campaign. So basically they had a lot of contact with the Trump administration. They also had a lot of contact with the, the Mercers and people who were spending a lot of money and they could then kind of influence their campaign and send out all these ads on behalf of these random companies and say that, Oh, there was no coordination. Um, as far as all of the analysis that they were able to, um, come up with the uh, f- specific profiles of Trump voters. I feel like this is something that is done every day by every single company you run into. Mm. For instance, when you're on Amazon.com and you click on, oh, wow, I like that T-shirt, and all of a sudden on Facebook, there are a million ads for it, and every time you go into another website, there's another ad for it. It's the same type of profiling that they're doing on a much larger scale. The difference with Cambridge is that they were doing it illegally. They were able to acquire a lot of different profiles. For instance, they were able to acquire about 
50 million profiles based on the fact that uh, I think like uh, maybe 500,000 people quick clicked on an ad. Um, so let me break on this a, down. I'm going to have you hold that because yeah, yeah, I was sure. just going through. Wait, wait. It, it wasn't an ad. It was a quiz. It was a quiz. It was, it was, it was yeah. a quiz. Or, yeah, or an app or a survey. It was a survey. And but So this survey all came um, came part um, or, you know, came, uh, you know, to light by Dr. Alexander Kogan, who met with um, Chris Wiley back in early 2014. Mm-hmm. That's how all of this started. So um, just to our listeners, so this all this started by this um, guy, Alexander Kogan, wanted to do some sort of like research or whatever. Ask Facebook for this um, particular information for their users because it was just research right? and he and, you know, anything they gave it to him. So then they went to, um, I think this actually, and this was funded by billionaire Robert Mercer. I want to say that then um, um, Alexander Nix went to um, Alexander Kogan, right? Or uh, or however you pronounce his name, it's spelled L-A-L-E-K-S-A-N-D-E-R. Um, went, to, went, to this, went to this dude, Kogan, asked for this information. He said, all right, here, have it. The guy didn't get paid for it. Like he, he hasn't made any money off of it. They went to him. He said, oh, I have this information, right? Him, Alexander Nix, when I say him, so Alexander Nix, um, Kogan, and also Chris Wiley, they went to him, got this information, right? Information of Facebook users. And just as Esta and Farrell were saying, they um, went and they, of course, uh, these all of us users, right? And, and if I don't know if I did it, I don't know if SDOT did it, I don't know if Farrell did it, I don't know who did it, right? But however you gave access on your Facebook to this particular, um, you know, to, the, to, to either your friends, your contacts, whatever. And Farrell, what was that called again? Um, we were just, we were actually speaking of it in our, um, in our group chat. Um, it was it rights or privileges or like on the app, if you, if, um, if uh, you give that restriction, or or actually not restriction, but if you grant that grant that access, yeah, that so any, your privacy access, privacy access. That what you're talking you. about? Thank you, Dave. So basically, us as human, this is of course go, goes on to a, a, a broader scale that we can you know that we'll talk into, but social media and giving and giving this access to our privacy and i know this was um i think this was probably back in 2014 or 2015 when this actually was a big thing when privacy and uh facebook um you know if you were accept or deny in regards to your privacy and everything like that of course all banks and all that stuff do that you you may receive a mailer or whatever the case is an email do you want to you know um provide or grant access for these companies to um you know access your 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 privacy and things of that nature so they this guy um alexander kogan went ahead gave this gave chris wiley this information chris wiley went of course worked with um alexander nix went through got all this information and just by polling or you know just having 50 if if they went to like 50,000 100,000 people they were then able to get about almost 6 million fucking 60 60 i'm sorry <laughs> 60 million um users private data and they were able to then take that data by what you posted 
what your affiliation was like either in regards to like political affiliation democrat progressive um republican they were able to get everything that you put on your social media and social media is that big right now we all know this um they said if facebook was uh was a country they would be the largest country right now because everybody is on facebook so you have given access to this right given access to this application to have your friends right there so your friends they cannot access your friends um, information. Then they can access your friend's friend's information and so on. So the amount of, so the fact that they weaponize this particular data, and I know that Estal, he's in marketing. So he's like, oh, this has happened. But I just don't know in regards to weaponizing it. Is this, could you consider that weaponizing? Hold on, hold on. So yeah. also understand this type of data mining is really what i would call it the type of data mining to try to find the best way to sell someone something yeah advertisements been doing that for years like they broken it down to knowing what color of red makes you the hungriest that's why most (laughs) of the advertisements use red like it's it's already been a science the problem is they've always used that to sell us stuff, and we've always kind of been cool with that. Like, okay, you're using it to sell me more product, whatever. But it's never been used in such a blatant way politically. And the other reason this is an issue is because now that we're starting to see what Cambridge Analytica was into, we're starting to see that this conservative wave that kind of washed over the political world last two years wasn't an accident. Someone might have actually been kind of helping these negative feelings along. Now, I have always said, regardless of Facebook, I still think Hillary Clinton would have lost the election but there's something to be said when someone is mining through our political frustration finding the right key terms and then harnessing it yeah I and mean, i think that's that's right obama might have done the same thing there's it's very true he might have done the very same thing when facebook was much younger you know what i'm saying oh wait, wait um, can, I, can i clarify that real quick because i i didn't yeah. say that Obama did the same thing. I said that Obama was was he was he was utilizing some of the a similar technology. So he was trying to you know A B test things and use a lot of data that he had to make a very data driven uh, campaign. What Cambridge Analytica was doing was illegal in that they were stealing. A lot of people's information and constructing profiles based on that information which is it's different i mean like the thing i'm saying is that what cambridge analytica is doing isn't much different from what pepsi's doing the only difference is as you know pharaoh is saying is that they were they were pushing it towards a specific agenda specifically the conservative agenda and really trying to draw out those people i exactly. mean exactly yeah you know like like whether you think like hillary clinton would have won or lost 60 million people, I mean, if you look at Hillary Clinton's loss, it's about 100,000 people across three states. If you get 60 million people, you can easily, by the statistics, have convinced 100,000 people to go out and vote who oh, may yeah. have not have. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, you know, but, but it's, it was it's, also a little more targeted than that. Like, look where Trump really got his major victories. It's rural areas. Yeah. Yeah. And the Hillary Bible Clinton and won Belt. the cities like she was always going to win the cities. That's not what went wrong. She won the map like she should have won the map 
is that there was an influx of voters from the yeah. from the rural area. Yeah. Yeah, that is and true. They, there was an increase and they said, in those areas, and they said so. Going through, I think channel. So basically, <clears throat> so um, let's see. The Guardian. So the Guardian and Channel Four broke the story, and they um, and they actually gave it to the New York Times and actually Channel Four and over in Britain. And they said, if you want to change politics, you have to change the culture. So basically, in so who um, whoever it was that was um, that was being um, videotaped and uh, you know in this particular sting said if you want to change the politics you have to change the culture meaning change the people who shape the politics so and uh, like people are the units of the culture right so if you're going to if they're basically were saying they're not going to target you as a voter but they're going to target your personality yeah that's a whole different like that's what i'm saying no, like, but i don't even think that's, that's new because for instance, Breitbart. It's Breitbart, not new. It's not but, new. You're right. It's mm. it's not Cause, new. Because Breitbart, Breitbart is named after Andrew Breitbart, okay. and his biggest his biggest co- uh, his biggest quote is that politics is downstream from culture. Mm. Basically, what he's saying is that if yeah. you create a cultural movement, if you create TV, video, music yeah. that's conservative. Yeah. To change politics, mm. so everybody understands this. They're just all trying to figure out how do we influence psychological. It. And for yeah. for liberals, it's easy because most of the celebrities are liberal. For conservatives, they have to figure out a way to do this, mm. and they figured out a way through social media to convince people who are already conservative to actually go out and vote. Yeah. So when you look at how she lost, you're right. Like there was an influx of rural voters, and the reason there was this influx was because they were firms like Cambridge Analytical were able to target these people and make them feel like it was crucial yep. for them to get out. Mm-hmm. And all you need is like a tenth, not even like one percent of those voters, one percent of the people who they targeted to actually go out in specific states. That's all they needed. And then you and win. it was, and it wasn't that many. As as just as Esther said, there wasn't that many more voters that voted um, for Trump because we all know he lost a popular vote. But he like in regards to um, the um, electoral college, he was able to win because he was able to get those just that small margin of people in the right area. Hold on, in hold the on, right hold on. Right, stop, 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 stop. This again. I don't know how many times we're going to do this. He lost way more. He lost the majority of the states. Mm. Like, even if you take away the popular vote and just look at the map as a regional map, he lost. Mm. Her votes are way too condensed in the same areas. There's no win here for Hillary Clinton. Even if you move the map around, her problem is all her votes are in the same liberal areas. She didn't get new votes. She didn't get votes outside of the liberal areas. She lost. A majority of the swing states, Obama had won. Yeah, because she didn't so, go. I don't as think. Said, yeah. I don't think we can keep saying this. Pop, like the popular vote argument, failure, Clinton. It it doesn't it doesn't sit right. Nor does yeah. it give it. That, nor does it give people a leg to stand on. Yeah, I just because was, if you look at the out. map, no matter how you break up the map, the majority of the counties went red. And we'll have yeah, this, but, and we'll, uh, we'll put this on. Like, uh, like we'll that's put this on huge. Facebook, yeah. Obama's map looks very different. Yeah, because um, Hillary, I just even the it last up. Democratic wins, they look very different. Yeah, I the just, map. She won the popular vote, but she didn't win the regional yeah. vote. She didn't. I, I just pulled up uh, on Business Insider. Um, so, Cal- so she won California, Nevada, Oregon. Um, Washington, Colorado, New Mexico, Minnesota, 
Illinois, and I remember like Virginia, um, DC, Maryland. So basically, the ones that she apparently was supposed to win, but lost like everything, like Arizona, Utah, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota. I mean, um, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma. Like, so she lost it's a all red of that. Sweep. It's, it's a like yeah. regionally, it's Our, a landslide yeah. in Trump's favor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, I'll I'll, I'll say this, and then you know, uh, and it was up to Michigan. It wasn't up to Michigan and Pennsylvania. It, it was up to Michigan, Pennsylvania, and uh, Ohio. And no, oh. no, no, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. So, and so those are three states you have to win. Yeah, and they had been held by Democrats for forever. Yeah. Um, the majority of voters are actually in urban areas. So if you look at voters, it's something yep. like eighty percent of voters are actually in urban areas. Yep. And she won those areas. Yeah. So in a regional map, it's always going to be red because there are five people in those districts and they all vote Republican. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but, but no no no. But what I'm saying Obama's, is Obama's map does turn because he actually went to like Pennsylvania. Blue. Like I think he like because he went to Bumblefuck Pennsylvania. Yeah. He went to Bumblefuck Michigan. She didn't go there. And then she lost there. Like, she lost in places that she didn't visit. I I, I agree with that, but I'll also say it wasn't <laughs> like she got swept in those areas. No, she, she lost yeah. by 30,000 votes oh, yeah. in... And I mean that's an average. Like I think in Pennsylvania it was something like ten thousand. Yeah, it wasn't. So much. like I don't like that's the only thing I hate about this narrative is that like she did lose those areas, but it wasn't it like wasn't she was much. swept in yeah. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, and that's yeah, why I think that it's so important. I, I just think yeah, that that's why it's so important that you you look at these numbers because she lost by such a low margin that it's easy to understand why firms like Cambridge Analytica and really Russia were an able to swing the yeah. election because they yeah. didn't have to do that much mm. to swing those districts. Yes, yes, yes. They didn't have to do that much, but why didn't they have to do that much? Because the bitch, she wasn't, sorry, she wasn't it's running right. a campaign. I've been, called, I've been called people out there. Like, she right. didn't run a campaign. Like, this is back to it already. It was a weak campaign she literally we didn't do have to, go anywhere yeah, we, I, and i agree hillary with, clinton I, didn't I, go anywhere i, I agree with Farrell, talk, yeah because she thought not that large voting populations yeah. so the margin of flip is the always the same thought, margin yeah she could i mean everybody there, was predicting like, it. okay everybody was predicting that she was gonna win and so she probably was like oh i don't need to do much because i'm going up against fucking donald trump but i don't think that just like just like uh, obama and um Sorry, uh, Joe Biden, just like Vice President Joe Biden. I don't think they didn't find out until what happened until January something until like until the day of like um, Trump's like inauguration or whatever. Yeah. Um, the CIA, or FBI, they didn't, the intelligence community, they didn't tell them about shit until the day of. Like, well, the thing is, I feel like I feel like Hillary Clinton like didn't know how like what she was really up against. I think I think that. So I think that there's a difference between Hillary Clinton, the candidate, and the the liberal and conservative movements in general. Mm. Um, and I think that when I when I when I cite that Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by three million votes, what I'm citing is that liberalism in America is the stronger force. Mm. There are more liberals in America than there are conservatives mm. that just didn't vote in the specific right places. Yeah. Um, if you're talking about Hillary Clinton as a bad candidate, you're right because she should have been in those. She shouldn't. Have, you shouldn't lose by thirty thousand votes. Yeah, like that's terrible on your part. Like nobody. Should the loss against Donald Trump, and that's why so many people are coming into 
the next election, that 2012, the 2020 election, yeah. there are going to be so many liberal candidates because they all believe it's that rid- they can beat Donald yeah, Trump. It's ridiculous. Um, but like, if you're looking at liberalism well, as compared to conservatism in America, liberalism is obviously winning. Yeah. And you have to understand that like, even with all these things coming against it, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to hold on to that grasp and they're coming up with more and more sophisticated ways of doing it. Yeah. So when you look at Cambridge Analytica, you look at Russia, what they're trying to do is they're trying to target so that you can get to the specific counties that you need that you in need. order to win elections because you're not going to win the 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 general consensus, general yeah. soul of what America is trying to go for, they're, which is more liberal values. They're saying that this actually had a big uh, a big uh, effect on like Brexit. Yeah, I mean, um, no, no, I think it. I think I think Brexit is probably more affected by this yeah. than America was. Mm. Like, there are things about the American election that have not like Cambridge Analytica didn't throw something new into the mix. It only brought what was there to the surface. To the surface. We also have the Russian stories, too, the fake news stories that also play a cause in it. But at the very same time, there was something deeply philosophical about the last election that Democrats missed. Mm. Yeah, and no, I agree. Republicans did it. Yeah. Outsiders' but, election yeah. in 2015. Yeah. So when you move here to where we are today, and we're still talking about, you know, the, now we learn about these uh, new avenues uh, or new factors. I think Brexit which wasn't a regional thing. No. You know, Brexit's yeah. a solid, popular, yeah. up and down vote. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Because even the people who were voting for Brexit were like, I didn't really think it was that big a deal, but yeah. That changes Europe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it America changed them. Yeah, recover. it changed Europe. Like no, yeah. America will recover from Trump, but Europe is forever changed oh. now that Britain is no longer a part of the European Union. And of That's course, real. And we see exactly, um, you know, what has, uh, you know, what what has transpired uh, within, you know, the UK and, 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 and Britain and things of that nature um, with this. But... Um, what I actually want to move on to, because of course we we, we went through this Cambridge Analytica, and we're going to see exactly how else this this has been affected. Yeah. Um, but you know, continuing with this Trump train wreck, uh, just like he is losing, I would say the overall morale, and, and this is and this is you know in my perspective, he's losing morale all over. And we see people are starting to leave, just like we knew beforehand. So many people are resign have resigned in regards to people. I mean, like congressmen and 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 and, and, and senate uh, and, and senate people. We see exactly people in his actual uh, lawyer, his actual lawyers, head top lawyers are leaving this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, so everything is really starting to break down right now. I feel for Donald Trump, and I understand that Pharaoh was like, oh, I think that you know Donald Trump may win in 2020. But just as he was saying that, and Pharaoh was saying, is that this has also spawned so much vigor right now. Especially, I mean, un- unfortunately with the shootings and everything, that the, the march, and we're going to be talking about that. But this is, you know, this is... Um, responded with so much vigor with uh you know all of these people going through citizens uh wanting to be you know participate in their local elections dude you know yeah. like so participate in their local elections and 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 i would say 
those to the those the opposition of Donald Trump, I want to say, continue to rise. But those who are actually in favor of Donald Trump are are continuing to are continue to decrease, especially with the lawyers. Apparently, John Dow just resigned not too long ago, and that was Trump's top lawyer. And I know right now what's been going on in the, you know, in in the uh, the news scene right now is that. No top lawyer wants to be a part of the, of Donald Trump's uh, Donald Trump's cabinet or anything of that nature. Don't want to be associated with him because they know that this motherfucker is going to go off the off the off the rails. They Have y'all heard about? They can't control this motherfucker, and he thinks that that. And uh, unfortunately, what is that? Hope Hicks, whatever that chick was who fucking left, um, who who resigned, yeah. um, just like Hope Hicks, everybody else is leaving him now. He's like, oh, I did this on my own. No, motherfucker. As we see in Cambridge Analytica, you didn't do this shit by yourself. You had Steve Bannon's help, and now that motherfucker's gone because you fired his ass, and everybody else is starting to leave, and you fired everybody else. And now John um, John Dowd, who is your top lawyer, um, was like, I can't control this motherfucker. He wants to go ahead and go ahead and talk. And I actually really want this to happen. And I actually want to pause it. I want this motherfucker really to go to uh, to um to to Mueller. To Mueller, I want him to go talk to Mueller so that he can fucking um, that he, so that he, so that he can contradict himself and go and 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 just be impeached in one way, shape, or form. I want him to. You need a Democratic Congress to impeach him. That's true, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. No, I'm, November. You, I mean, you know, me and Farrell have debated. This you have debated this, but I, I, it's gonna happen. You, I mean, I, I see, you know, I, it's Senate, but you know, honestly, they like, say we have a really good chance to win the house right now. No, we have a, we have an excellent chance of winning the house, but the Senate is the actual one that has to do the impeaching and you need like a super majority. You need like about, I think it's like 60 something votes. Um, so you're going to have to have some Republicans jump on the bandwagon. Mm. Um, I think they will. You see how many people you see how many Republicans who are not to be honest, Estat, I do feel like there are probably like if Mueller's investigation really drops some like hard evidence, I don't think there I think there are good seven easily to flip Republicans Mm. that would are waiting to flip, just giving me information. Like they want to flip. They want to look good. (laughs) Um, so I feel like that's really not the problem. Mm. So uh, it's really Miller's what Miller has. Like Miller has to have something really good to make it easy to flip the Republicans. I don't think they're the flippable. I mean, because like the, I feel like the trials. If 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 the House and the Senate flip, there's going to be an impeachment trial. Oh yeah, that's happening day one. Day one. Um, oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. if it goes, the 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 problem is if he actually gets impeached because Trump is not going to resign. So, like, other presidents, when they see this really coming, they're like, all right, cool, I'm going to resign. But, like, Trump is not going to resign. You're going to have to vote him out. Um, and, you know, I, I just don't have that much faith in the Republican Party. But there may, there may be some. I don't That's know. That, I just have to see it. Has that happened yet? Mm. Has anyone been impeached and had to actually be removed from office? I think you're right. They no. all resigned. They dipped. So, like, Nixon dipped. Yeah. Like, you know, like. They were um, like, deuces. Yeah, like even like Clinton, like he knew he was gonna win it, so he stayed. But usually, like if you feel like you're gonna lose, you resign. Can I give Trump you guys, is not going to resign. Let me go ahead and give you guys a rundown of in uh, 2018. Um, 
the Senate and uh, House members, basically just in U.S. Congress, who are not running for election in 2018. So there's no Democrats who are not running in 2018, <laughs> but there are three, and this is the U.S. Senate. There's three Republicans, Bob Corker, Jeff Flake, and Orrin Hatch. So Bob Corker is from Tennessee, Jeff Flake is from Arizona, and Orrin Hatch is from Utah. They are not going to be seeking re-election. And as of March 26, 2018, 52 representatives will not seek re-election. Can I say that again? 52 representatives will not seek re-election to their U.S. House districts. Um, That's deep. Yeah, so there's 16 Democratic members and there's 36 Republican members of uh, the U.S. House that are not going to be. Um, And incumbents retiring from public office, there's only nine Democrats and 24 Republicans. So uh, Bill Schuster uh, Schuster and um, District 9 of Pennsylvania... Blake Farenthal, Bob. I mean, I could continue to keep going down this, but I mean, as you know, the numbers, there's but way more Republicans than there are Democrats. I would say, though, like, look at that Senate figure, right? So mm-hmm. the three people who are not running are Jeff Flake and um, who, who was Jeff the, Flake, Bob Corker and Orrin Hatch and um, Bob Corker. Yeah. Those are the two big never Trumpers. So those are mm-hmm. people who would vote with Democrats if mm-hmm. they were trying to impeach Donald Trump. Yeah. Now Jeff Flake from Arizona may be replaced by a Democrat, but mm. um, you know Corker from what Tennessee? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's a Democrat. Maybe not. Maybe not. And if he's going to be replaced by somebody else who's a Republican, it's going to be a hardcore conservative Republican. Yeah. Orrin Hatch is probably going to be replaced by Mitt Romney. Now, Mitt Romney is another Trumper. Yeah, but like he is a hardcore immigration hawk. Yeah. And yeah. these people do not want to see a Republican impeach because that's going to be on their record for forever. So, like, I don't mm. know. Like, I think there may be a couple people who may switch, but you need a strong a strong majority democratic majority yeah. in the senate senate to impeach but they so they're also saying in regards to like the um women and all that other stuff who are actually um going through and we've seen the blue wave that's actually happening blue we've, wave. we've seen the blue wave that's actually happening right now um so many especially <laughs> but especially <laughs> about to get wet up in this bitch <laughs> it's about to be splash waterfall in this motherfucker. Splash. splash just blue splash. i'm bringing champagne into the office um, we're about um, to pop that bubbly november 8th we about to pop <laughs> we about to be on the get up just popping bubbly that's all we're gonna do that's all we and you just do. and you just go hear the background of of the party that we of the, that we're happening <laughs> no episode exactly exactly and and just to and continue on the high note that we have right now um you know a hand clap uh to the march for our lives if i had some um if i had some uh some some hand clap drops um but on march 24th this past weekend uh, we actually had uh, the March for Our Lives, and it was nation and global wide, so to speak. Nationwide, where we had in almost damn near every state, there was some form of a march or protest that was happening in regards to, um, you know, teenage uh, kids, high school kids, middle school kids, all types of kids um, protesting uh, the. You know this particular. Uh, I'm so sorry. I, I forget my forgive my ignorance, but uh, it was the Second Amendment. Second Amendment, right? Second Amendment. What are you? What the are gun, you? gun, guns, guns, guns. Yes, Second, Second Amendment. Amendment. Thank you. Um, you know, basically protesting the Second Amendment and protesting the NRA. Um, and well, they, like 
I, mm-hmm. I, I would want to clear that up. They're not protesting the Second Amendment. More along, they're they're protesting yeah. anti gun control, anti gun control lobbies like yeah. the NRA. Exactly like the NRA. Um, we actually had um, marches basically happen in each state. Um, you know, nationwide, there was lay-ins happened all over the world, and um, in the UK, Berlin, um, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and this was all in standing in solidarity. Uh, you know, with with these um, with these kids and the youth. So you know, definitely a hand clap to them. Them for sure um because they are especially within this age of social media they have really I, and i want to say weaponized but they have really reinvigorated basically social media and the positives that could actually come up you know unfortunately with facebook and uh and mark zuckerberg and him going through his apology tour and all that shit and and saying that they have to look into it and whatnot um but they have really used social media uh to their you know to their benefit and it has shown as we see, there was millions of people, thousands of people in uh, here in New York City, thousands of people and millions of people in 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 um in Washington D.C. And just so that Donald Trump can you know continue to be butthurt, all of those all of those marches um garnered way more or garnished way more um attention and way more people than his um than his um. Inauguration. Inauguration. Thank you. Way more. Way more. Be butthurt, Donald Trump. <laughs> Fucking dotard. You suck, dude. Everybody else is against you. And ev- and, and as the 32 or 34% who that's who's with you, oh, the fuck well. You know, the majority of people are against you right now. And that's a great thing. And I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. No, uh, um, the thing I think is the most interesting about the, what is it, Parkland? Yes. Parkland survivors. Parkland, yeah. Um, is that you know these people are from like Generation Z, right? So they yeah. grew up with social media. With yeah, social media is like secondhand nature to them. Mm. So when you know they grew, these, up, they grew up seeing a black president. Yeah, yeah, and you know like when these these Twitter trolls get on you know Twitter and they fire stuff at them, they can fire right back, and mm. they're like sixteen years old, so they can make stupid jokes and not seem juvenile because of it. Mm. I think that that is part of the reason why they are so effective is because. They don't respond to trolls like normal journalists will. Where yeah. like normal journalists will try to respond with like facts and like you know reason debate. Where these guys will just make fun of you yeah, exactly. for like your stupid opinion. <laughs> put memes. Um. On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know they just and put memes, something stupid memes up. Are like, her- memes are hurtful. I'm trying to tell you they meme the shit out of somebody. But out of you people. know, like most of these Trump supporters are juvenile, and these are actual juveniles firing back at them. Yep. But they're smarter than you know your average you know Trump supporter from <laughs> you know like Eastern Missouri. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like so, the like Bible of the Rust Belt. Exactly. Yeah, so you know, it's just interesting to see them um, really fight. You know, the alt right movement because these are the people who are perfectly situated in you know our cultural, um, you know, our cultural discussion to mm. really fight back against these guys. Yeah, um, yeah, that is phenomenal. Also, also, I think this is good because this is a new generation, a young generation who's going to be really vigorated to vote. So as long as they come out and vote, this will be worth it. And the biggest yeah. thing they were These saying kids that don't yeah. vote. No, they're going to vote. They're yeah, definitely these young kids a lot don't of them. Vote in a lot of them, numbers. Yeah, it's going to be another another one. You know how like we were talking about protesting before. Yeah, the protesting is great if it's connected to a political movement that actually votes. They said that um, a lot of them right now, so, or I would say 
I would say more of the majority are not able to vote right now because they're 17. But um, and some of them, you know, will be turning 18. And I know they are already going to be voting. Um, but the the rest of them, of course, will you know have to be in the next election just because of their age. But just because of local elections and everything that's happening, I really feel like Republicans. I almost wanted to, and and Esan Farrell definitely like we'll, we'll I would love to talk about this, but I want to see. I really feel like the the Republicans are shot to shit, dude. I really feel like they're done right now. I feel like Republicans are done because they keep trying to back a fucking president who is. We all know he's he's a dotard. That's all it is. Like just plain and simple, he's he, 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 the, you're backing somebody who nobody likes. <laughs> nobody. I feel like I, the Republicans have really shot their like they're almost doing like a um um. we're gonna do an NFL Burris on the uh, the Giants. What's his name? Who shot himself in the the leg? Oh, Plexico. Plexico Burris. They like I'm. They they're just like him. They're gonna shoot themselves in the fucking. They shot themselves. Not they. They will. They have be just backing this motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll probably bring up something odd, but like, so if you look at like the omnibus bill, right? So the omnibus was this um, budget that the Republicans passed. Yeah. But if you look at what's in the bill, it's it's Barack Obama's bill magnifies times ten. Mm. They exceeded budget levels that Obama requested mm. by twenty, thirty, forty five percent. Yeah. Um, and the reason is because they're finding out that these these Republican conservative values are not popular they're amongst not. the trump base. by no means shape or form so so what's happening is that they're supporting a president and they're trying to jump on this movement but the fact of the matter is that these conservative principles of fiscal you know hawkishness to the point of you know cruelty like cutting mm. the education budget cutting mm. food services you know all these types of things are not popular amongst anybody especially <sighs> poor rural white voters who rely rely on WIC rely on social services more than black folks way more than black people they rely more on those services they call entitlement than we do that's that's a finger snap right there that's a finger snap all all that stuff is all their stuff and they blame us for it it's like one of the most hypocritical things about the American Political Can we say that sociological warfare that they did, that, did to, uh, against black people? Can we say that? Well, no, it's just that they do this all the time. No, so, like, if you rich whites against poor whites, no, it's not even a topic. It's like, how can you, how can you vote against? How can you vote for people who keep saying they want to take away things you all line up to get? Mm. For instance, like if you look at California, right? California, um, gun rights, yes. California was an open carry state. Oh, Since you know who when? got you know who got rid of it? Who? Um, Reagan. Oh, this was a long time. A ago. conservative. A conservative. Do you know why? Because what? the Black Panthers were wielding weapons. Ooh, that's why that I said all black people need to fucking be in this shit they were, and get into they were the NRA. Getting, and and you you see this over and over and over again. But what they're finding out is that they're doing all these conservative principles, and it's gaining them no voters, nothing, none, none. And and a lot of these conservative voters are figuring out what life is like when they finally get what they want. When they thought they stopped voting against black people, and all of a sudden, like they Stop won, right? Racist, they got bitches. they're like they're like okay, cool, we got rid of all this these black principles, and they're like, wait, what? You you gave all the money to the corporations? Stop being racist, bitches. W- what happened? It's not gonna help you. So I feel like that's going to kill them, you know, more than anything else is that their policies are just unpopular mm. 
With a majority with of everybody the other than rich white people from Minnesota. Eighty percent of the people. Like, we're all everybody not white, rich white nobody people. wants that. Nobody wants a twenty percent tax on corporations. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. nobody needs that. Yeah. Yeah. Most that was none of us. Like none of us are gonna see that money. <laughs> it, I mean I honestly Absolutely nobody's gonna see that damn money. And they're seeing it now. They're like, yo, like, wait, where's my check at? You yeah. know, we got the conservatives in, they cut the taxes, where's my check? They're like, yeah. Oh, here's five bucks. Oh you know? <laughs> yeah. Funny or, or when or when that... George Bush gave us that money, but how much was it that everybody got? Oh, it wait, and like... we're closing your school. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pick yourself up. I think one of the, one Pick of the funniest things is that is that they passed this tax bill thinking they were gonna win us all over, right? But as soon as they passed the tax bill, nothing. It sucks. People got fired. Yes, Yo, I yeah. think I think Connor well, Lamb over I think, the tax bill. What was that? Uh, what was that company that he um, tried to promote um, the air carrier. carrier carrier? And didn't they? And didn't they fire most of the people? They fired, and, they fired, they fired kept, people. They fired more people than they kept. And he was over they here trying bonuses to- and fired people. <laughs> I think Connor Lamb. I think Connor Lamb in Pennsylvania is the best example of this. Mm. They're running ads based on their tax program mm. for months, and they found out that nobody that was responding for them. Yeah, because everybody got their tax return back, and it was the same shit they got last. That, year. Exactly, it was two dollars more, <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> if anything, they were like, oh yeah, thanks for sending all of our money to Coca Cola. Yeah, and then all of a sudden $2. they're like, oh wait, 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 uh, what about MS thirteen? Because they had to switch to something because they understand pivot. that these conservative policies are not helpful to anybody. Paul Ryan, you but the 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 top one percent. Yeah. You know All what I'm right, saying? And you can't win elections on the top 1%. Sorry, because they're 1% of them. By no means. Um, By no means. So, you know, they're, they're going to see what happens. In All November. right, we're about to go to a break real quick. I know we actually had a decent amount of uh, of talking right now. Um, we actually want to um, get you hip to a new artist, a new South uh, South African artist, um, Cuesta. Um, the CEO here of PVA Studios, Ty, kind of put us on actually just not too long ago. So we actually wanted to, you know, spread the music. This is exactly what we're supposed to do, spread the music. Uh, so definitely take a yeah, listen boy, to this Cuesta uh, single and we'll be right back. To shine good. Pata mabuncha. Afuno cruz. Ilalavu.
This is a Get Up Podcast. I hope you actually like that single. That was nice. That was Cuesta. nice. It was a dope song. I hope everybody was feeling it. Make sure you go check it out. SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, I think it's spelled K-W-E-S-T-A. Uh, but we will definitely have that in the um, the link in our SoundCloud and iTunes. So definitely go check that out. But we want to come back and actually speak about, uh, you know, more, not nationwide, poli- not nationwide politics, but definitely world politics and basically what the United United States right now is continuing to do with China and North <laughs> Korea, South Korea, whatever the case is. So I'm going to kick this off to Esta and um, and Pharaoh so that we can actually see what is going on with Kim Jong Un and Dotard. Like, are they are they friends now? Are they family? Do they love each other? Do they have a bromance going on right now? What's going on? <laughs> no. Um, and Russia, China, China's um, China's letting him know that they they got the. Um, they're putting their foot down. <laughs> they're letting them know that they're the big dog in the territory. Damn. Um, so basically, you know, like Trump thought he was going to, you know, have this big um summit with Kim Jong Un, um, of North Korea, and China just invited Kim Jong Un. Yeah, to, I saw that shit. This was yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, to the palace to you know go over what is going to happen, and they're basically making it known that there's going to be no agreement. There's going to be no kind of moving forward with this specific initiative without China's, um, China's go ahead, China's approval. Um, and this is this is interesting in that China's main, their main goal is to make sure that. North Korea is stable. They don't particularly care about denuclearization because North Korea is not going to nuke China. But they want North Korea to be there to remain as a buffer to South Korea, which is pro-America, and you know have those, those troops there. So it's a very interesting situation because there's not going to be much of a nuclear agreement without China, and China is really flexing its muscle in that peninsula because they want to be the power of the South Pacific, basically. Phil, how are you feeling about that? Um, I mean, mostly. I would say China kind of put themselves in the middle of the negotiations now. So now it doesn't seem like Trump's just going to be meeting with Kim Jong-un. It seems like it's going to be a meeting of all three of the leaders. Um, I think you're pretty much right about China's involvement with North Korea. It's pretty much, I don't want any more capitalist countries <laughs> in my region. <laughs> uh, so they say they, they don't want the white man no more. South. They don't want the white man. Uh, not really the white man. Just cap like Japan and North- South Korea are like American capitalist nations and they're kind of popping. Basically the white so, man. So <laughs> you don't want like Chinese people to see that form of capitalism working. Although Communism for Chinese people is going pretty well. I mean, it's not like it's 
failing them in production value and being a profitable nation. They they're, have the largest middle class in the world. And they so said, I it's, think... It's kind, of, it's kind of still that age-old capitalism versus communism war. And I think they were saying that um, in regards to, like, North Korea uh, and China um, was that they were... They have been more or less... Kim Jong-un's reign, this was the one of the only times that a... North Korean president, I don't know if you want to call it president, but a North Korean president did not meet with like Chinese officials, meet with South Korean officials like Kim Jong-un did his own thing regarding, you know, all of all of this from what I from my understanding. I, I don't know if it's oh, yeah, his behaviors are definitely different. That's different than every, I, I, I remember seeing that. I think it was yeah, on no. MSB, like the, the liberal news, of course, saying but that, you I know, told that you, he did that. I told you, remember, after him and Trump had that whole whose missile or whose button is bigger. Oh, shit, yeah. Kim Jong-un, he got turned Kim on like Donald Trump. Trump. He got turned on yeah, like Donald like, Trump did when when Stormy Daniels said, give me that newspaper. That's what happened. He got turned on. <laughs> He got turned on. He got wet. He got moist between yeah. his legs. That's what happened. <laughs> um, so I, what? What? But what more can we like think of this? Like, because I mean, granted, as I said, I haven't even really been oh, so keeping too next, much I on mean, it. The other part of this is the trade war part. So Trump's Trump and China have been able to, I guess, come to some type of even preliminary agreement, or they just agreed to talk, but like discuss the stock market nu- started weapons. going. Yeah. He, no, no, not nuclear weapons, the trade agreement. Remember okay. the tariffs oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Trump put on yeah. China? Like, yeah. this is a part of the whole regional issue. You know, Trump getting closer with North Korea. You don't want, no, China doesn't want Trump and Kim Jong un to have their own relationship. Mm. They don't want that. Okay. Especially at this point when Trump's trying to put tariffs on people. But now that China and Trump have kind of agreed to, like, sit down and talk, I guess. People are kind of eased, so that trade war doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So this is all kind of connected with China just really making moves and continue to show that we're the powerhouse in this region. I really think that, honestly, to tell the truth, I really think that Trump is just doing all of this outlandish shit just to um, take the spotlight and the and and the heat and all and that um, Bunsen burner off his ass that that Mueller is doing. Honestly speaking, I don't think that he really wants to do this shit. I just think he's doing it. Um, be- so that he can he can uh, pivot uh, the the talk and the and, and, and the discussion to something different. But go I, ahead, Esther. I, but, I that's, think- but that's not odd. I would say every president, when they're kind of failing domestically, reaches out internationally to do something to kind of like win some renown back. Mm. Yeah, I feel like so. So what Bellevue's talking about is the whack the dog strategy, right? Like you create a distraction to get rid of your negative approval ratings. Mm. Um, I think that Trump. And, you know, this is going to sound extra positive. I just think it's stupid. I don't think, I think it's like Monday morning quarterbacking, right? Yeah. Like everybody thinks that they would be a better quarterback than Peyton Manning the Monday <laughs> yeah. after his game. Yeah. Right. But yeah. then they get involved in it and they don't understand what the level that they're playing on. Mm. For instance, so Trump really thought that getting rid of the Trans-Pacific Partnership and really kind of reaching out to North Korea was going to help him. But yeah. all this did was help China because China really wants him to stop doing trade agreements with South Pacific countries. Because they want to do the trade agreement. It wants oh. to be the China agreement. It doesn't want like to the be the Asian Pacific. Yeah, he wants yeah. China want you know they want um, to be the they want to be the Asian Pacific like 
Yeah, uh, China wants to be the one who brokers their agreements between Japan and South Korea and and all them. They don't want Trump doing that. So when Trump wants to get out of it, they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, When he Mm. wants to broker peace, they're like, well, you know, I'm in charge of this because I'm China. And they're really flexing their muscles. So right now when Trump is like, oh, I'm going to do tariffs, they're like, cool. But try talking to North Korea when we are not involved. Like, try that out. Yeah. Because... North Korea has 90% of their trade with China. Mm. They do whatever China tells them to do. That's true. There is no agreement mm. without China. Mm. So if Trump wants to put on tariffs, they'd be like, oh, well, okay, cool. Yeah, try having these agreements. Um, so even with Japan, like Japan, like China is under Japan's rule. Hold on, hold on. But I, I also, it's not odd for Americans to go through China to get to North Korea. I feel like but that's kind of to. always been, I kind of, I feel like that's kind of always been what we've done. Go to China, ask China to put pressure on North Korea because China's the only one who can divert North Korean dictatorships to do what they want. Mm. No, I'm not saying that it's something that's unique to, to Trump to have to go to China, but I think that Trump didn't understand how much power China really Hell. had, yeah. So when he tried to put pressure... Because he, this pressure, motherfucker don't read none of his press briefings. And no, I don't think so. He kind of... I know. But I don't think that's true because that was one of the things Trump was saying when he was running was China could fix our North Korea problem for us. They could. They could. Like, he was saying this in his, like... Candidacy, mm. yeah, but I mean, then why put tariffs on China? But candidacy, like this was like during the elect, like during the no. uh, during the like the pre the, the election or whatever, or is this during like? No, this was like this, this was during his candidacy. But what I'm saying is like you can't put tariffs on you China. Know he, you know this motherfucker then, is gonna change his this motherfucker. You can't hold, you can't throw this man more than you can fuck uh, any fuck this dude. You already know that you that you can't listen to what he said during his candidacy than you than what you can listen to now. You can't throw him more than you can fucking. I'm just, I'm just saying that, that he doesn't dude. understand the complexity of of these um international relationships he doesn't so when he tries to shit. he doesn't he, read yeah, but he doesn't read none of his security was, briefings something this something man don't i was do shit. reading something i was reading earlier is that <clears throat> what if he did he did put these tariffs on china because he's always been complaining about the trade deficit but he put this tariffs on china and he's still getting his meeting now. China's still greasing North Korea up for his meeting. Mm. That's good. Mm. Like, and they agreed to talk. Like, it's really weird. But he actually is getting more cooperation out of China than Obama kind of did. Oh, shit. I'll... I'll I I'll see, see I'll see what happens after these meetings. And what are we supposed? Because it's I was just um, reading it said something that they were supposed to meet before May. Well, because I I think that I think that what's important is the way the two sides really view the meetings. Okay. So if you look at North Korea, North Korea is like okay, we'll be you know denuclearized, mm. but what that means is that America has to get rid of all of its nuclear defenses that are in South Korea, mm. and they have to abandon the peninsula. Oh. America's not going to agree They're to that. They're not going to do that shit. But China is like, look, I don't care that they have nuclear weapons. You just cannot destabilize that country because they're all going to flood into China and we don't have to deal with that. But they've been flooding into China now? Or no, they're not. Or South Korea. Because they've been the, South Korea. No, they kill anybody who leaves. That's the oh. thing. When, when, that, when that nation is So, so stable, China is trying to say continue to keep that shit going? Like, China's like, I don't care what happens as long damn. as that country is stable. Damn. You can get rid but of their nuclear really weapons. Stable. As lo- they're stable enough. Nobody's leaving. 
I and that's know, the thing they don't people, want. They have defectors all the time. Yes, like one or two or three well, defectors. But they already like, know because they're they like trying to die. Millions of defectors. Yeah, they don't have mass defectors. Like they have a decent amount. They have a decent amount. It's just by fear. It's just by fear that they're not trying to do that. Because if they get caught, if they get caught, they're gonna get killed. That's why. Belvy, one person tried to cross the border and they literally shelled him. Damn. Like it's not like millions of people so are it's crossing. By fear. It's yeah, and that's why they. But it's stable. so you're gonna stabilize them by fear. They don't care. Oh. That's the thing. They do not Damn. care as long as is that country is that country. Damn. And they do not want what they do not want mm. is a capitalist country sitting on their borders with hundreds of thousands of American troops sitting on the Chinese border. Mm. So they like, already have that with Japan. And, yeah. they're, they're, it's and they don't like nerves. it. Yeah, because the United States is with Japan. And yeah. Taiwan. And Taiwan. And Taiwan, yeah. So, so like, you have to, like, that's why I think, like, allies, you'll see yeah. what happens with this conversation, because they can have a conversation. But the terms that North Korea is going to put forth, mm. since they are now a legitimate nuclear power, are going to be way out of line with what Trump is thinking he's going to be able to achieve. So we're going to have to see what happens. So I, I think you just have to wait and see. Shit, we're about to wait and see. All right, well, we're going to wrap this bitch up. Um, Farrah, what's your, your gold star point? Or who, or, or are you going to give somebody... Um, or are you going to send, send somebody, somebody to the great fields? Send somebody <laughs> to the great fields. What are you going to do? What is my gold star point? I mean, what can be a gold star point? Or, or are you like... going to send somebody to the great fields? I mean, it's one of the two. I'm sending somebody to the great... I'm sending two people to the great fields. I don't even know, bro. Who can we send to the great fields this week? Like, this is a crazy week. Like, honestly, this is the kind of week where I just want to tell people, like, it's really not that bad. Like, it sounds bad, but it's really not that bad. Like, technically, our country talking with North Korea is a step in the right direction mm-hmm. because two people not talking to each other is just silly. Like, that's, that's like, a weird silent war, pretty much. Mm. Um, my biggest thing is, uh, I don't know, this Russia thing with the diplomats, that's, that's freaking me out. Mm. So, you know, my gold star point is if I can send anyone to the grape field, it's like Russia, like, come on, stop, bro. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're doing too much, bro. It's, they're going to be sanctions against them, like, up the wazoo. It's going to be ridiculous. Like, I did our love-hate relationship, our friends and frenemies thing we're doing. But, like, you're really trying to be right now, bro. Like, stop. Mm. What about you, Scott? Um, If I have a gold star point, it's that there's nothing in this world that is more expensive than free. And That's I think true. that freedom. Pe- no, th- no, there's free. Just free. Free in general. Mm. If, somebody, if somebody's offering you something for free, it's usually way more expensive. It's costing you more than you thought it would be. Mm. And we're seeing Somewhere that. shape or form on the back And we're end. seeing that a lot with Facebook. Mm. Facebook is a free, a quote unquote free service. It and is you're a, yep. seeing what yep. you're paying for it. Yep. And the way you're paying the for access. it is by allowing companies to access all of your information. I mean, people are mad right now that on Android, they can. Uh, access all of your metadata so they know who you're texting and when you're texting them they know who you're on phone calls with how long you're on those phone calls with and when you made those phone calls but we can we you can make sure you know we put it up on our facebook i just want to put that out there we put that on our facebook make sure you know your privacy rights make sure you know exactly what your your uh you have some but all of that data all that all those all those or you can just be off facebook motherfucker get the fuck off Facebook. i'm just saying all those messages are facebook's property and 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 it's a free service so just know that when you're signing up for nobody uses facebook anymore it's instagram snapchat instagram is owned by facebook 
Damn, that's true. Like the, you know, you're over here doing a DM. You're really DMing Mark Zuckerberg. But you really, but you really not, but so, you really not, uh, you really not putting up statuses like that. More or less, just I putting mean, up pictures. You putting up, those and if pictures, you were Instagram, but you hashtagging them, you putting, them, up, you putting up, up data. They they looking at all of that. You just putting up half naked pictures. You just putting up half naked pictures. DJ Bell, it's the same permission. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram <laughs> ask for the same permission. No, they're all up on your phone. Giving one different permission, but instead of writing, but instead of typing, you give them the same. It instead doesn't of, matter what you do, bro. Instead of typing, they're gonna have the same access. Instead of typing, you got half naked pictures. I mean, it's different. And then they're gonna <laughs> analyze the picture. They're gonna have your dick all through the analy- <laughs> analyzation. Now they, now they know what kind of robot assassin is going to kill you. Oh Boom. shit! They're measuring your dick size, figuring out what you like. <laughs> you got Viagra you like or not? DMZ or you like whatever? <laughs> I'm just saying. So, like, for real, like nothing in this world is more expensive than free. So, watch out when you're signing up for free services. And Make watch sure out what you're doing because. Um, Google. when you're mad when you're mad about it later they're gonna be like look we provided you a free service what did you expect that's very true and make then you're sure gonna you have your feelings hurt. make sure you read those uh, those disclaimers that they give you yeah, I well. know it's long but make sure you read it and or Google it everything or just is pay for Google. shit pay, yeah. pay for your news stop being like, cheap I get all my news from uh, Facebook but really what I should do is just pay for the Washington Post pay for the New York Times pay for the New Yorker and I get do, myself I from the, there the Huff Post fake news vice news Vice I'm gonna pay news. for all my fake news. Make I gotta sure get on go that to Vi- fake news. Make sure you go to Viceland. Um, I'm sending um the Sacramento PD to go pick some grapes. Um, because of the most recent shooting, um, that actually just happened. Um, and um, please excuse me about just finding this young brother's name. Um, for our Stefan Clark, uh, I'm sending the Sacramento PD uh, to go pick some grapes because we out here, black men are still dying uh, by the hands of the police. I know that S. Not Fair, we all spoke about it in our group chat, how more white men die um, than black men. However, it just sounds like it seems like more black men are dying on because they are being seen as, you know, if they're. 10 or you know like tamir rice he was like 10 or 12 and seen as a grown man by a white officer or whatever the case is uh chicago i mean chicago um sacramento pd please go pick some motherfucking grapes um in regards to protesting granted you know i've definitely been a part of protests here in new york city um you know with eric garner and so forth uh we went all the way down you know walked from midtown to the brooklyn bridge all the way from the brooklyn bridge back to uh back to midtown all the way up to you know probably washington you know it's just ridiculous but you know go pick some grapes and i want to say that there has to be more than protesting that we have to do um, I was actually just telling these guys not too long ago that I was, I've been a part of the protest and I've been a part of walking and, and I've been a part of, of, of shouting and, but we have to actually almost put our money where our mouth is. You know, we have to, we have to put our money where Rob Mercer, uh, where what's it, Bob Mercer, whatever his name is, where he put his mouth, where he put his money at in regards to, um, Cambridge Analytica. Like we need to really start to um to to unify in regards to our money because money is where it talks it's not just our mouth and us marching yeah that 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 gains attention but it doesn't do anything more than that in my opinion can I jump on top of that go real ahead quick? go ahead um so if i were to make another point it's that black people need to start paying for shit mm. um 
I, I think that the biggest problem within I think the biggest problem we within the African American community is that yeah we're sitting around doing all these marches all these speeches mm. and nobody wants to pay for shit. Mm. Um, so I have a friend who went to Vassar College, mm. and at the point when she went there, there was about a two percent African American population there. Mm. One of the people who graduated from there was an African American female. She was very wealthy. She donated to the college and got on their board. She said that if you want a diversity officer, she needs to be a black female. After she put in all of her influence, now the African-American population there is around 10%. Damn. She paid her money to there and was able to get change. Damn. If black people want to see change within their community, money. you have to start we donating can, and we to can these see campaigns. That we can see our money going to bat when we just surpassed a billion percent to the church we just exactly but we just surpassed a billion dollars in regards to black panther you gotta try to tell me that black people cannot put their money towards the naacp just as pharaoh said naacp black people don't even know what it stands for Hold on, but see, that's the problem. The problem is not the potential for wealth or the potential for unity. It's the problem that we have in this day and age is we have horrible leaders. Then people who rise up as leaders in the black community, they suck. They get a little money, a little power under their belt, and they go to the left. And that's really the issue, is that you can't have a real movement or a unity movement without a leader, a genuine, strong character. Are we talking about like a leader. Martin Luther King like, or a Malcolm X? Not even a Martin Luther King, just someone who's not going to sell out long enough to get the people to take the step forward that they need to take. <laughs> like Al Sharpton? <laughs> I'm not even concerned about that. I'm more like, look, if you put your money up, right? Somebody sells you out. Have to. You can take your money, you can put it somewhere else. Put it someplace else. I think politicians, I think Everybody listens to We're, the almighty dollar. We have so, to be we have to be done, just as Estad said, and as I was saying, we have to be done marching. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, yes, that brings Write a check. Atten- that b- brings attention. I've been done. That brings attention to it, but we need to start marching. Just like was it Bob or Rob Mercer when he put his two point five or some odd million dollars um to back Cambridge Analytica? We need to do this shit for black people. Fuck marching. This shit is not doing anything for us right now. And I'm sorry Hashtag to say that shit. We, no really, we, really, we really need to start putting our money towards our shit. Like, we can do it. If we can see that a Black Panther can surpass a billion dollars and we know that the black wealth is, exp- that we have that money, we need to start doing this shit, dude. Do the million but checks see, mark. See, <laughs> the that's million what we need marks. to do. We need to do <laughs> the million <laughs> checks marks. Thank but you, see, S. Dot. But see, that, but where are you sending your money? To who like, I'm, this is the problem. But You're writing your checks. We you all send we, your money. That's true. All we have to do. Like, yeah. that's the thing. You're going to send your money to We have to, to figure someone, that out. We do have to figure that out. you're going to say, I want you to do this without money. And yeah. they're going to do what the fuck they want with no, the but money. No, ha- like, but we, have, really to, we have to do it. In regards to the NAACP, just as you said, Pharaoh, that us as black people don't even know what <laughs> the NAACP stand for. They did fail. But my thing is, we have to put our, we have to continue to put our money into black empowerment and we can't keep doing this shit though like because marching is not helping we're going to continue to do just like and just like i sent um excuse me i sent um sent to the group today um that just happened that just happened um today alton sterling um in louisiana the officers are not going to be charged with criminal with any criminal charges we've seen this we knew this was going to happen hashtag we knew this shit was going to happen we knew we know this but the issue is we need to change louisiana we need to change um we need to change their their um 
their police force. We need to change all of that. The only way that fucking shit is going to happen is by us putting money towards this shit, dude. Yeah. We need to fucking start putting money towards these candidates and the p- candidates that we back. Fuck this marching shit. It's not doing shit for us. We've been marching for years and this shit, yes, it has changed. Don't get me wrong. It has changed, but we need to put our money where the fuck our mouth is and where our feet are and where, where we putting yeah. our energy. Fuck this shit. Put money towards this shit so that we can start making change. Because this fucking marching shit is not doing shit right now. It's not. A hundred thousand. It's not doing shit. We got to make sure we put our money where our mouth is. Where we can start making change. And we can stop doing this shit. Like this this marching shit is not making a change. So let's do this shit. Let's put our money where our mouth is. I'm hoping that we can put our money. I mean we can't do nothing with Al Sharpton. Fuck that motherfucker. But we have to do other shit. We have to do something else, and I don't know what else it is right now, but I just know that we cannot keep marching because us as black people, and just as Estan Farrell said, I agree. Yeah, black people may not be the ones who are killed the most. It's most, most likely white people. However, us as black people, just for us to stop dying, we need to put our money where our mouth is. We need to make sure that we go ahead and support um, you know, these NAACPs and the ACLUs and all that stuff so that we can fight the good fight. We can't keep fighting the fight by marching because it's not doing shit. It's not because we're going to keep getting killed by these fucking police officers. Fuck them. Like, we got to do this shit. So, that's my, I'm going to send the, the Sacramento PD. Granted, they put out the video, but we still have to, because these motherfuckers are still on, just like with Alton Sterling. They're not going to charge these motherfuckers. Granted, them, he did have a gun. They're going to get off, bro. We can talk about it. He had a gun. Whatever the case is, he they said he reached for it, but who knows what the fuck he didn't have a gun. He saw the video. No, Alton Sterling. They said he had a gun. They actually retrieved that shit. Granted, I don't know if that shit was planted, but we don't know about this. And the the issue, and the issue with the police is that granted, they do have the police do have a hard job. Do not get me wrong. However, you signed up for this. Before you say that, even though like the thirteenth most dangerous job in America, thirteenth, mm. they're not even top ten. Mm. So, I thought it was fourteenth. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Like, I mean, they need to. Just- I mean, and exactly, and we can talk. And I want to talk about this too. I want to talk about this. And honestly, we're going to probably save this for another podcast because I do want to talk about this. Because if they're only the thirteenth or the fourteenth most dangerous job, granted, you are in danger, and granted, you do see the most. You see the you you see like cops see the bad in humans all the time, and it's like we have to do something. They like the even the the the, the police officers and the, the the union. Y'all need to do something about to change this shit. But if y'all not gonna change shit, like we got us as black people, we need to start changing these motherfuckers. We need to start getting these sheriffs out. We need to start getting these police officers out. We need to start saying, you know what? If we're paying their, these motherfucking salaries, we need to get the, the good ones in, right? And get the bad ones out. Because you get, they're going to always say, oh, it's the bad ones, it's the bad apples. Motherfucker, these bad apples are killing people and killing black youth for no reason. Because just like Tamir Rice or... You know, Tamir Rice or, 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 or stuff like, uh, you know, what's going on in, in Sacramento. They over here killing people just because they thought they had a fucking gun, but it's a cell phone. Like, there's other, are, are, are there not other ways to fucking subdue this dude? You don't have stun grenades or some shit? You can't do something else? A tase gun, dude? You can't do something else? 
It seemed to get white people out all fine. Fuck the Sacramento police, dude. Fuck the like, police. That's the other thing. Like, so one of the biggest points that kind of annoys me you can't is when do they show else. any of these white, these white male terrorists, like, and they capture them. And literally like, cursing them out. Literally, like the literally. Kid, hold on. The kid who, who shot up the church? Yeah. They took Dylan Roof, they took this, they took this motherfucker hungry. to McDonald's hungry. to go get food. This Fuck kid, you. you ran up on this kid Fuck in the middle the police, of the night dude. and you shot him talking about he had a gun? You didn't even... How? We need... We need, I, I honestly we need to feel back. like cops should not... Cops shouldn't shoot until shot at first. That's the thing. They didn't they, see they, that, over here, they over who, here talking about who, a gun. This man has cell phone. DJ Bob, who really out here shooting cops? Boom. Most people are afraid to shoot cops. Even some of the hardest criminals are like, nah, I'm not trying to kill no cop. Because they're vengeful. Like, no one's out here gunning for y'all. Like, really? Who told you I was out here gunning for We need to put our money where our mouth is. Get these motherfuckers out. Fuck them. We need to get these motherfuckers out. All of like even in, even in Chicago, I can't I can't I can't remember the guy's name. We need to get this motherfucker. We need to get all of them out. We have the money to do so. Us as a black community, us as a minority community, we have the power to do so. Not even just black people. We have the power. Spanish people, black people. Everybody, we have the power to do it and we need to do it. Fuck this marching shit because it's not doing anything for us. They're going to continue to do the same shit and we're going to continue we're going to continue to get killed. Fuck that. Put our money where our mouth is. Fucking get these motherfuckers out. Um put them on trial and all that shit that we need to get the right appropriate lawyers from the ACLU and all that other shit. Get them in there. Get these motherfuckers out and get them actually in jail where they fucking deserve to be. Fuck the police that do that dumb shit, and it's ridiculous. It's crazy. So go pick some fucking grapes, um, the Sacramento police, for shooting this man. Like, I think they shot 20 times. I think they hit this man like 8 eight to like 15 times or 10 to 15 times. How you going to shoot him? You thought he had a gun, but this man had a cell phone? Wait for his ass. You had, and, I, and everybody saw the video. This man had, they had two or three officers, and he was running running away from y'all he was running away from y'all he wasn't even trying to pose a threat fucking hang back bitch you over here talking about talking about um waiting for a um because he was smashing windows is that hurting anybody motherfucker Fuck the um, Sacramento police. We need to put black Wait, people. Did they ever confirm that it was actually him? They never confirmed. They it was don't. Him. They didn't even confirm it was him. They just heard that it was a black man they with ne- black yeah, man they with what's it called? Confirmed that he was the kid they were looking for. His That's why I said, said he was in fuck the yard. The police, dude. Fuck them. Honestly, we already know the history of the police. We know that they were formed because uh, they were formed because of um, because of slavery, and then after that, it was the same, the continuous shit. It's the same continuous shit. Us as black people, we have the power, dude. We need to make sure to put that our money where our mouth is. Which what, granted, as I said, I don't know exactly how we're going to do that, but we need to do it. We need to get these dudes out and fuck them because they're going to continue to shoot us because we have a cell phone and it looks like a gun. And that's, the, and that's their excuse. Fuck that shit. You know what? This is a Get Up podcast. We got Esta, we got Pharaoh, we got myself, and this is exactly what we're going to continue to talk about. Fuck the police, and we're going to continue to keep talking about it. Peace, deuces, and have a great week. Boom. God damn, it's a new day.